0: Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm very glad to have you again. Uh, So today, what I want to focus on is going to be defining your reason. And defining your reason to me is essential to any goal that you want to set out and achieve. I mean, really, if we think about this, all goals are set because of something, right? No one just decides all of a sudden that they're going to change randomly and exclusively to no degree that they were aware of. What the hell am I talking about? Right? What I'm talking about is I simply mean when you change your behavior, there is a fundamental reason why. That why is the interest that I have right now. And it's the interest you should have, too, because when we find out our why, we get to find out a lot of things, not only about our motivation to do things, but also to accelerate the habitual progress we make in that journey, so, you know, for me, one of the big things for me is money. Um, I had a past where my mother's decisions kind of proved to be very stressful money-related. So that made me grow up in a very, very, very non-materialistic way. I was almost so focused on how little I should be spending and how little I needed to get by that it might have been uh, kind of ridiculous. People who know me know that the <laughs> the, the shoes that I wear are typically holy and Uh, The clothes I wear have holes in them and maybe uh, should be replaced, but to me, they're still functional, right? So to a degree, I live maybe a little bit too under where I should, and that's just a, a large bounce back from the pendulum swing that I had seen when I was younger, and I watched my mother struggle. Another thing for me is fitness, right? And fitness for me, growing up in a household of unhealthy people, I could see the major repercussions I was having and... I'm just so motivated in avoiding that. And we'll get into more of that and what I mean, but I'm very motivated to not be in that position because I know what it felt like. I know how it was. I know how god-awful I felt and how awful everybody else felt. And honestly, still are. But let's get down to the whys. Let's find out why you're doing this, why you're in this journey. And the first thing you gotta do is ask yourself. Ask yourself five whys. And that's a Six Sigma thing. It's a very important way to take what you know as symptoms and dilute it to a cause. Okay, so a cause is the root of why we're doing something. And that's what we need to dig down to find. You got to look deep. You got to look really deep. We're going to go through a simple example just to kind of help you out. But the example we're going to go through is a red light example. Let's say you're driving. You pass a red light. The first question you got to ask yourself in a series of five whys, the first one being, why did you run the red light? Well, I ran the red light because I was late to work. Well, why were you late to work? Because I woke up late. Well, why did you wake up late? Because I couldn't fall asleep. Well, why couldn't you fall asleep? Because I was up talking to an old friend. Well, why were you up talking to an old friend? And there's the cause. The true cause is because friendship is important to me. So really, that red light wasn't just me breaking laws. It was a series of things that led to another action or symptom, whatever you prefer to call it. But that's one of the first things you need to do to understand who you're doing this for or what you're doing this for. And it may be controversial to think that you can do this for someone else. Um, I, I, at several points in my time have have kind of gone back and forth. One of the major things for me, again, like I mentioned, is my family. And my family is very important. And, you know, I guess I started because of them. But really, it wasn't because of them. When I dig a little bit deeper, it's because of me. You know, as I mentioned in the first episode, I choose to be healthy because I can be my best self only when I focus on myself. And that means I have to give myself enough nurture and attention. And the, I think I truly deserve that. And I think everybody else truly deserves to give himself attention, and focus, and care about themselves, and take ownership and responsibility. We all should take ownership and responsibility of our own health. It's not a doctor's job. It's not a dentist's job. It's not anybody's job but yours. You have to take full 100% responsibility for your health. That starts with diet. That starts with water. That starts with sleep, and it extends from there. Very important. Very, very, very important. So, We also want to understand, you know, what's the major motivation for someone to change, right? And I'll talk about in later episodes whether this is really change we're doing. But there's two major motivations. And the one is a desire for gain. Okay, so you want to get something you don't have. Something that you maybe desire so badly. You're willing to put 24 hours a day, seven days a week, committed result oriented work. That's number one major motivation desire for gain. number two this one's huge fear of loss. We're so scared to lose things okay? We're two and a half times more likely to be motivated by fear of loss than we are desire for gain. two and a half times that's nuts. So that has a lot a lot a lot to do with human psychology. And that's something I want to definitely dive into later on in future episodes about how interesting it is that we focus on the negative rather than the positive. But for this episode, I just want to just go over these major motivations and try and help you get a quick fix to find your why. And by using these two major motivations, we can unfold that. So we'll start with the biggest one, the fear of loss. And the fear of loss, as we said, is a major motivation two and a half times more influential than desire for gain. So we look at something called loss aversion. Loss aversion is from behavioral psychology and it kind of is summed up by saying losses loom larger than gain. So again, when I look into loss aversion, I'm thinking about what I'm gonna do to sacrifice to prevent a loss from happening. I had a client once, her name's Dottie. Dottie, if you're listening, major props to you, you won the bet, but Dottie put a bet on herself and that's pretty ballsy. Dottie said to herself, I'm going to commit X amount of money per month into a healthy wage account, and if I don't reach my goal, I'm losing the money. That's a big loss, right? Money's pretty important for people. Money means time out of your life to work for it, and for her, she spent a lot of money putting into that account, and you know what, Dottie? She did it. She damn did it, and she did a well job, and one of the things that really helped her stay motivated was not losing that money. And Dottie, if you're listening, we know exactly how that was. <laughs> you were a little stressed out coming that crunch time. But that loss aversion kept her will to go on much, much longer than maybe a a gain would have been. Right. So that's one way. It may help adherence. Uh, definitely will help adherence, fear of loss. But it also could be your why. I had a client named Steven. He was in the midst of perhaps losing his life. He told me, he said, his doctor said, if you don't change your lifestyle and your habits, you are going to have a stroke. That is massive, massive, massive influential news to someone. That's the major loss of it all. A loss of a life, a loss of your own life. That's a crisis, right? So for him, The fear of loss was so strong and so compelling that he was willing to put in the effort to change. And Stephen, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, but I commend you for that. It was huge, dramatic change in six months of me working with him. He went from 252 pounds to 192. Incredible results. Incredible. 60 pounds. Six months. Just because fear of loss. So the next thing to think about is the opposite side of the equation, the flip of the head to the tails. Now, instead of focusing on loss, we're going to focus on gain. The second quick fix to finding your why is through what would you gain? What do you desire to gain out of changing your lifestyle and habit? What do you desire to gain by being healthy is the real question we're asking here. So we got to think, what's our dream? Why are we changing all this? Why would we want to? Is there something that we're trying to find other caring ourselves a different way, looking a different way, feeling a different way, surrounding ourselves with different people? We gotta think, what's our dream? What are we changing and gaining from this experience of indulging ourselves into health? And that could be anything from, I'm going to gain self-confidence. I'm going to gain self-esteem. That could be, I'm going to feel better about myself. That could be, I'm going to live a longer, healthier life. I'm going to have more ability. That could be so many things, but it's got to be concrete. It's got to be so strong that you're willing to sacrifice anything, anything. So that is the most important part in getting your journey straight we need to find a why the y is going to steer the ship it will put your sail large and proud for the wind to carry you because we don't want to end up in a position where we have a decision to make and that decision comes down to eh, i don't really care as much i'll just go ahead and do it and if that i'll just go ahead and do it is something like let's say overeat or let's say not exercise, and just stay home, those are bad things towards our goal. So we have to have something strong enough to push us out the door, to set down the fork, to solve our problems with a why is so important. I just want to leave off with a quote that I know I'm going to butcher his name. I'm really going to butcher his name, but um, he's a German philosopher. Um, Friedrich Nishi, I don't know how to exactly say it, but he's a, he's a amazing guy. Look into him. Um, he wrote a ton of books. Um, very, very smart guy. But he stated, and this is very powerful, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. So what that is trying to display is that if you have a why, you can do almost anything. You can pursue and accomplish anything if you have a strong enough why. If your why is meaningful and it will compel you to not do things and to do other things, that's what we want to find. We want to find that true inspiration and passion. So I hope you find it. And when you do find it, let me know. Please leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me, of course, as well. M-A-T-T-P-T-C-A-N-T-R-E-L-L. At gmail.com. That's Matt Matt P.T. Cantrell. At gmail. But I'd love to see some reviews go on here. I would like to get this spread to as many people as possible. So if you're training with me or not. I really encourage you. To spread this and share this. This is important news for not. Not just fitness. But life in general right. We've got to have a strong enough why to continue life. Life is hard. And we've got to have a why to continue to go. So. I hope to see you in the next episode. Next episode, we're going to talk about just that, facing adversity and reflecting on your why. How to use that why and pivot it to empower you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.